Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the WBR's uh, Wake Up Call, 8.30 a.m. Monday morning. We have this time reserved for us, to for the leaders, the people that are tuned in and making things happen in our company uh, to get together and kind of huddle up and have a chance to, to talk and share, you know, various uh, topics, ideas that are relevant to the now moment, and then also just talk in generalities about the things that we know are important in terms of building building the business. And, um, you know, we've had, you know, we've had some really phenomenal things that have happened, uh, in, you know, over these summer months in June and July, some remarkable new talent and new uh, good, strong people that have entered into our business. And now as we kind of turn the corner and we, you know, look through the, the month of August, you know, we're now almost at the mid-month point. Everyone's pretty excited about, you know, our Sandestin trip, which is going to be awesome. And then we also have a whole new crew of people that we're going to be meeting with and talking with uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks, starting tomorrow. Uh, we've got a, um, you know, we've got a local event here in Houston, a business overview. Uh, myself and Sean are going to be presenting. And then, of course, our, our doctors, Dr. Jasani, uh, just confirmed this morning he will absolutely be at this meeting. And uh, I believe uh, Dr. Patel will also be there. So it's a, it, you know, it's a great opportunity once again to have our folks, um, have our folks at this venue. And just want everyone to know, um, you know, we're going to take every precaution necessary given the state of affairs and the, you know, Delta variant and all the things that are, we know are going on. Uh, so that room will be simmer protected. Okay, number one. I mean, we're going to, you know. I've reached out to Joe already by by Joseph by text and asked him for the 414. But it, either either we'll have that or we'll have a couple of our existing um, 2,000 units there that will more than adequately protect a room that's probably about you know seven eight hundred square feet. Uh, you know we'll have several similar protecting that room. So just know that you're going to come into a room tomorrow that will have had those simmers running for about three hours prior to the event and. Uh, for those that feel, uh, you know, more safe, we're going to have face masks available, okay, for those that choose to wear them while they're not eating or drinking. Uh, that's going to be their choice, um, and we're going to make that available too. We want to certainly take the precautions needed, and, we, you know, we've had the conversations with, uh, you know, with our docs to ensure that they, um, you know, they, they feel necessary because they're on the front lines. They're dealing with people that are sick on a daily basis. The last thing they want to do is be in a position where they may infect anybody. And, and I, you know, I gave them certainty of what we're talking about. They felt really a, a high level of certainty, by the way, when we talked about the summer units being running uh, in that room prior to the event. So <clears throat> I think that that speaks a lot for, you know, how they perceive the value of that. And by the way, if you've got people out there that, you know, need to be protected, we had a couple of the people on our own marketing team that are getting, you know, getting the, um, uh, the Simmer 2000 now, because they recognize that the necessity to protect their family on an ongoing basis, and it speaks volumes for, you know, for the fact that you just don't know. It, this is an uncertain time with regard to the perception or or the reality of the of the uh, virus. My kids have gone to their doctor, and they've learned that you know the uh, RSV, which is a typical virus that takes place mostly in the winter has become very prevalent, you know, and so there's a lot of oddities that seem to be going on right now. But in spite of all that, you know, we, we often talk about, you know, the time when, you know, COVID came upon us in 2020 and March of 2020, and the whole country was shut down. We don't perceive that to be taking place again. It's certainly not in the states of Texas or Florida, right? And fortunately, as, I, as it turns out, <clears throat> our trip is planned for Florida, which is great. But with that all said, you know, it, it's it's really been a time when our our leadership and our product seems to do extremely well. When I say that, I say that first of all, you have a product that really does meet a high volume of need when it comes to social anxiety. Um, I can tell you that when people find themselves, you know, actually using our product on a consistent basis, when they're taking the meter plus or they're taking the balance, man, they're getting a full spectrum. CBD, or if they can't use a full spectrum CBD for whatever reason, you know, testing or otherwise, then of course, uh, you know, they can use an isolate, right? They can use the energy, they can use the sleep, and certainly they can, um, you know, they, they can also use the uh, the meter dose inhaler that gives them access 
to a very good isolate directly into the aveli of the lungs and, and gives them a relief of social anxiety. And, you know, right now, it doesn't, it's nothing like it has been, but we still know that there are people out there that are looking for a safe, viable alternative to, you know, the medications that, you know, sometimes are prescribed and, and asked, you know, people asked to use when it comes to anxiety, right? So we just have, you know, what we believe to be the right product. We have the right group of people. And now tomorrow, as an example, we're going to go into that meeting at Perry's. We're going to have some phenomenal, you know, people <clears throat> that are going to be attending that meeting. I we're, we're going to have some phenomenal people that are going to be attending that meeting, and, and uh, we're going to make the most of it. I and mean, we're going to have a great time uh, sharing new information and also, uh, you know, dialogue uh, along the lines of, you know, what, what's taking place now within WBRX and then the opportunity moving forward. Now, what I wanted to do this morning, guys, is, you know, we have a lot of you uh, that have, you know, laid out some very specific goals. You have some objectives and some ideas of what you would like to accomplish. And we've got some people that have really been getting us in front of great people. And, you know, we, I, uh, I had a meeting uh, last week uh, as an example of Michael Vandiger, who's on the phone uh, with a, you know, with a uh, pain management doctor has gone through, you know, challenges when it comes to opiates and, and the meds and how all that has kind of changed the course of his practice and is looking uh, very strongly at, at getting involved on a, on a you know, in, in terms of what we're going to do at WBRX to help his patient base. And, and there's just a number of that, that's, that, that type of crowd that seems to be surfacing now as we move forward. <clears throat> and we're excited about that. So what I want to do, guys, is I want to just, uh, you know, we have some people that are doing a pretty good job of going out there and, um, you know, creating the activity and bringing some good people uh, to this event. And I wanted to start off, I'm going to unmute Olga. And Olga, I just uh, want to have you come on and just share a little bit of some of the stuff that you've got going on in your group uh, as you come into tomorrow's event. Well, um, my goal always and every day is to talk to as many people as possible so that when we have events, I have a large pool of people to invite uh, to hopefully, you know, obviously add more brand partners and create a bigger team for myself. <laughs> um, so I had originally bought eight tickets. And I sold, which spurred, I mean, with no one committed, by the way, which spurs me wow, to get yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. awesome. It says, it says everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I actually sold two to Patty yesterday, and then this morning I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I still got like six people that I'm trying to confirm, plus the people I already have confirmed. So I'm looking at maybe 10. 10 or 12, but you know how that goes. Anyway, but, yeah, that was something um, that I did, like I said. Like, I think the first day, I'll t as soon as I could buy tickets, I did. Um, anyway, so right. I've got yeah. good people. I'm trying to get um, Danny to bring his business partner um, that, you know, we've been trying to meet with, and then some new people. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, but the focus is activity every day. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So I know that, you you know, that is always your focus, and that's the reason that you, you know, have a lot of people at the meetings. I mean, it says everything, right? And and I think that it also has a lot to do with, you know, why your your business is growing. And, and what I always try to communicate, Olga, I know that, you know, you know this too, is it's never, it's never like any just one thing. It's a number of different factors that contribute to growing this business. And what I've observed and watched is that you continue to take advantage of every opportunity that you can. And, and now, you know, that this event has come up, that we planned, what, just two weeks ago, here you have another another solid opportunity for a lot of people there. So congratulations. That is awesome stuff. What I, what I want to do is, uh, so also, so you've got Olga, who's down underneath, um, you know, she, she's sponsored by Joseph who's under uh, and also sponsored, of course, by Gail. So let's talk now with the other line of business. Um, I know that uh, Melissa, Melissa Riley, I know that you intend to come to this event. And um, just tell us a little bit about, I'm going to unmute you, and maybe you can talk a little bit about what you've got going on. Hey there. Um, 
Yeah, I have a fellow uh, medical rep coming tomorrow. Um, he sells uh, pain, injectable pain medications. So he's really excited about the opportunity. Um, and then I have um, my friend finally committed to, <laughs> uh, my friend is an optometrist, and she sees a lot of patients, and she agreed to have a call with her husband there. So either you or Sean, um, next Monday I need to get with you offline. And I'm just currently sampling a lot of people, you know, and I'm trying to juggle with, juggle my job as well as, you know, do this as much as possible too. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I agree with Olga. It just really takes activity every single day. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, and by the way, you know, the pain management group is, um, kind of a hot ticket right now. You know, they, they're aggressively, not I say, well, I say you shouldn't say it. Aggressively, I should say that they're very open to what can be done to transition their patients out of the opiate world into a different space. And I think that, you know, we represent, you know, a space that they're, they're looking at and now they're just trying to find the right partner. They're trying to find the right company. They're trying to find the right sourcing and the right product. And and that's really a, that's an advancement from where we've been as a company. I think Sean would be the first to tell you that we've 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 gone through several different stages of our growth. And and in the early days of of you know our pre-launch, uh, you know there was like a zero awareness, and now there seems to be a bit of a you know the awareness has increased in terms of how um, you know this plant-based source the cannabis plant and all the different known compounds. And also there's an increased awareness I've noticed recently uh, in people understanding that there is an endocannabinoid system in our body. And it's kind of like, you know, for the better part of the first, you know, 24 months of our campaign, it's almost like you'd still see people and we still do, of course. But now as we sit down and we start having these conversations particularly with the pain management docs. And I, and I believe, as I was just talking with Nick Jasani this morning, I think the most of it is, is as a result of the patients. In other words, the awareness is being driven by the people that are getting the medical attention. They're the ones bringing it to the doctors, and as a result of that, the medical doctors are saying, okay, there, I, this is about the sixth patient today that's asked me what, you know, what type of CBD I, you know, they would recommend. Let me, let me find out if there's any real clinical, uh, you know, you know, data to support using CBD. And then that's where their journey begins and they learn about the endocannabinoid system and otherwise. So we're always excited, you know, about those things that are happening too. So, uh, you know, let me, let me, uh, let me scroll here, uh, to, um, uh, to Joseph, Joseph Trahan, who's going to be there tomorrow. Joseph, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you've got going on as, as we kind of, uh, you know, get into the information, um, you know, tomorrow at Perry's? Well, um, I just sent a link over to you that you might like, and after you review it, you might share it um, at WVRX. The long-awaited studies from the Air Force Bioterror Defense Group that confirm the similar equipment's kill ratio you know, 80, 90 times more than any other product on the market because of the, the way that it scavenges and seeks and destroys. They tested it with SARS and variations of COVID. COVID is, is part of the SARS family. So I'm glad to finally get those release, uh, permission to release them. The, the studies were done a while back, but we had a hard time getting the Air Force permission to release the studies to the public. And so what we did in the agreement was we went out and got a private lab to replicate the same study in a Bio-3 infectious disease situation or laboratory that the Air Force allowed them to come to. They replicated the Air Force's studies. And then after that report was written and it showed the same results, the Air Force gave their study to us as well. It's all in there. It's all there for you, Barry and Sean. Take a look at it. Um, I think that will help a lot of people um, get comfortable, especially on the larger commercial installations. 
you know, with what the technology can do to protect the environment. To answer your question, um, I have a luncheon that day that we have the portable 414 at, and I think Sean is coming to that luncheon. And so what I can probably do is hand off my 414 to Sean that day so he can bring it on over to protect the uh, Tuesday evening dinner. Does that sound okay? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we really do appreciate that. I think having that 414 blasting in that room, you know, three or three hours or so prior to the event, it, you know, that would be optimum. You know, the alternative, we, we just put a bunch of the 2000s in there. But, I, yeah, I would really like to have that 414. Okay. Um, you know, I'm glad to do that. Yeah. And it, it makes a big difference. You can tell, you can really tell the difference when you walk in the room the summer's been running, you know, makes a big difference. Um, now, on... Uh, kind of on the uh, WVRX business front, we've been talking with our friend who's active in, in my BizPack organization, Dan Pastorini, the former quarterback of the Houston Oilers. Even though he likes to his, – his famous – his claim to fame, the thing he's the proudest of is winning Sebring in his Porsche, the racing – the racetrack Sebring. That's what he's more proud of than his football career. Uh, he said it was more difficult. But uh, he he's shown a real interest in the business, and Sean and Barry and I have all sat down and had meetings with him, and he's coming tomorrow evening, and I'm I'm excited about that. Um, he flat out told us how bad it was for ex athletes, especially NFL, where you have a lot of body collisions continually in football. They they all suffer greatly from all kinds of joint aches, pains, and um, long term injuries patch-up jobs, and they want to get off the opioids, so they're very excited to get the anti-inflammatory, you know, benefit of the CBD product, especially the high-quality CBD product. So I have the distinction within WBRX of having sampled Dante Pastorini properly. <laughs> so I think that that's, that's something that should give anybody confidence in sampling, Right. Absolutely. No doubt. I mean, that's, and that's really, when you really think about it, I mean, you know, the reason, I mean, obviously we know, right, when people are sampled, they just kind of know, okay, I'm giving, someone's giving me this, there's something to be said for that, it's simplicity. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's always about just getting enough product in people's bodies, so they can, you know, it, it, it's like an unrefuted testimony. It's a, it, it, there's nothing that anybody can say about one type of product versus another when someone personally has experienced it. So I, I, man, kudos to that, man. That's awesome. Well, we're excited, man. We're excited about, you know, the, the stuff that you've got going on, the people who you're meeting with and talking with. I know Sean, you know, is going to come on here in a little bit and he'll talk about some pretty high level folks that he's been meeting with too. I, I just think that we're kind of, we're kind of now coming to this moment in time, Joseph, I don't know what your thought is. We're coming to a moment in time where people are now kind of getting off the snide and they're, they're saying, you know, let, let's go out and take control of our own opera, our own future. Let's put ourselves into a business that we have something to say about the direction of what's taking place because there, there is no certainty in anything else except for what they do, you know. So uh, it, it's cool. Right. I, I, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just people realizing the value of, of uh, you know, hey, you know, business, business ownership uh, and, and not being not being submitted to the the whims and the flows of all the other stuff that goes on out there that we have no control over. And, um, you know, I, I see that as a reckoning time of what's taking place in our environment today. So, man, so excited about what you're doing, what you got going on. Very much appreciate uh, your, you know, the simmer units that are available through us and certainly appreciate that high industrial unit that's going to protect us at the event. So appreciate you, man. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, let's uh, you know kind of uh, continue forward as we're kind of getting an idea of who's got what going on as we come into this event. And listen, we, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening, but I want to go to Patty. And Patty, if you're in a position to talk, want to unmute you for a minute. And I know that you're you know, you've got a full scale approach of what you guys are doing based upon some of the um, experience and expertise that you've had in the area of sales, and why don't you share with everybody a little bit about what, what you've got going on. Okay, so 
I'm going back old school because it was very successful, and you can also turn it electronic version, like on an iPad. But I put together a visualizer along with uh, Olga's great assistance because I need to be prepared to talk about all the feature benefits of the products and what we're trying to accomplish. And um, so we put together a visualizer. We have a cover letter. Um, once I get a chance, I'm going to start going and calling on these doctors the old school way, cold calling, because I don't have a relationship with every doctor in town yet. And that's my approach. I've also got an Excel spreadsheet. So I'm going to make four attempts to contact them in different variety ways, try to leave a message, drop off some information. Um, and Sean did tell a, you know, a, good, a good thing about doctors. They don't have a big uh, propensity to really look at material that's dropped off. So the biggest thing is to try to get a relationship with what I call the gatekeeper, the front office person. And if you can get them to buy in to at least give them that information, then you may be able to be successful in moving further and then maybe dropping off samples. So uh, that's kind of what we're doing. And I'm going to always have it in my car so it's nice. It's not electronic all the time because it gets so hot, but I'll always have that binder with me in my car so that if I get a chance to talk to someone, then I'll have it there. The binder contains all of our uh, posters, uh, the little pad. We had a small script pad for the doctors as a sample, um, cover letter, but just pretty much everything on that university uh, login on our website. And uh, so we're going to see how it goes, and I'll let you guys have an update on the success, and I'll have data like how many I've called on, how many responses I got, what kind of pushback I got, or what kind of doors I opened. Well, to me, so everything that you said right now, I, I love it because, you know, what you're doing is you're taking your skill set and what you've understood and what works, and you're, you're putting something together so that you feel a higher level of confidence, not just with respect to, hey, try the product, which is great, but also just giving people a visual, right? I love that. But, but here's yeah. what I really love. Here's what I really love. I love the built-in accountability to here's how many people we've contacted, here's how many people we've talked with, here's how many people have seen a presentation, here, here, and, and here are the end game results. And if you look at the data, now you can assess from a business perspective what's working and what's not working, right? That, that's, that's what we can see. Exactly. Now, yeah, and that's what, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's not like we're just randomly smoke and mirrors. You know, we're not just out there throwing stuff around. Hey, there's a system in place. Sean did a great job on Saturday. I thought he did a fantastic job of really discussing and talking about the optimum, you know, in terms of, you know, a process that you'd want someone to go through to, to be able to evaluate and make a decision. And if you really think about what we're doing, Patty, all we're doing is collecting decisions. Think about it. I mean, we're not... Yeah. We're not, yes. we're not emotionally responsible for others. We're, we're, here's what we're responsible for, delivering the information as good and as accurately and as concise as we can. And then it's just a function from that standpoint of effectively collecting decisions. And I think that, um, you know, when you start looking at this thing from that perspective, from a business perspective, and you dial in to where the rubber meets the road, and you don't get hung up on insignificant things that don't really matter. Now you have something that not only will work for you, but here's the, here's the important, all important thing is that you have something that you can, you can template and give to other people in your network that you're working with and really help them grow a big business. And I'll just use the example. And I was talking with uh, Ed Hustad and we were just brainstorming, about various things that he wants to do, not just with respect to merchandise and the product. It's much bigger than that in their minds. It's all about creating a massive network. Now, his wife, as you know, Lisa understands this because she's been around the industry. She's seen people and knows people, by the way, that have gone from zero to multimillionaires in our industry. This is what yes. – so, so, that, so, so that she has a frame of reference that's really accurate, not just, uh, you know – the average everyday frame of reference that sometimes is completely based on ignorance or lack of knowledge. Now you've got some folks that have had very good success uh, in an industry that are servicing people from a wellness perspective, obviously the health and fitness industry. But over and above that, 
They understand the power of, of adding services. That's why they're adding a, their own med spa inside that facility to, uh, you know, compound the revenue that they can generate through services they could never generate through memberships, which is brilliant. And they've got a captive audience, and they've got a group of people uh, at that particular location there on Yale that, I mean, I went there, and, you know, when I was there, a short period of time I was there, it, it was clear that that place was packed, and it was like 1130 in the morning. <laughs> We're not talking about the, the, the typical busy schedule that a, a health club has, which is usually between 6 to 9 o'clock in the morning or between 4 and, say, 6 in the evening or 7 in the evening. This is like in the middle part of the day. So I really do genuinely believe that there's a way to segment various groups of people that they're in contact with and help them build a, uh, a really strong organization from a network development side. And I think a lot of that can come as a result of your help and Olga's help and, then of course, Gail's help as well. So anyway, congratulations. We're excited about what you're doing and uh, excited about what you, know, what you got going on and uh, excited about this event tomorrow. Yes. So and I think it also is, is helpful is that as I'm listening, I'm hearing other types of doctor's office. I hear an eye doctor. It's very important for us to maybe have a place where we know so we can target these and then get other, other types of industries that we're not currently doing business with because that's the key. We can't call on every, every business, but if we can hone in and target certain types of businesses that we're successful with, and I love, the, I love the fact that we talk about that this morning and that there's other areas of doctors are inviting, so let's see how that goes. And, um, and also, if anybody wants to uh, see this binder, whatever, we are, we are preparing a number of them. So I could bring it to, you know, it's not that complicated, guys, but we can show you mm -hmm. what we have. And it's, and it's green for the color of money. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Patty. It's, we're excited, man. And I know that, um, you know, tomorrow will be yet another opportunity for us to kind of see and hear strong information. Uh, what I want to do now is I, I think we've got Gail on the phone. Gail, if you would, um, I'm going to unmute you. And, and I just want to, you know, talk and have you chat for a couple minutes. It, it's really exciting to see, I mean, everything that we've talked about so far. And by the way, you know, we've got other other lines of business, we've got the Jen Rennells and we've got the Sarah Davisons and we've got other, other lines of business that are represented on the call here this morning. But what I want to do is just have you kind of just share. I mean, all, that we've, all the folks that uh, have come on thus far are really in your organization. You know, so you've got this growing organization really now that's outside of you. It's within the context of what they're focused on. Like when you get someone like Patty Pressure involved, and she's building and developing her own mechanism and way of being able to contact more people, keep data. You've got to be encouraged by that, right? When you've got to be encouraged by the Olgas and the Josephs and, and, and everybody, Melissa's, everyone that you have in your organization. So just wanted to have you come on in, in a second and just uh, kind of share a little bit about what you've got, uh, what, you know, what you're excited about, not only within your group, but what you've got, you know, coming to the meeting yourself personally. Uh, absolutely. Um, can, can you hear me? I just unmuted myself. Yes, I Hello. can hear you fine. Oh, good. So I just want to say, I just want to give a big shout out and thank you to everyone who is on this call and then for my friends and colleagues that have shared their messages because it's encouraging. I mean, I have just the biggest smile on my face listening to uh, the activity that everyone has going on and um, and also the successes. And it's just amazing to see what has happened over the past year and several months that I've been involved in the organization, but especially just over like the last, it seems like the last six months. I mean, we've been on, on fire and it's, and it's just been so rewarding to learn from my friends and my colleagues and, uh, and other lines, other lines that we have, Jen and Sarah. Um, I do want to say, I want to, I want to say I'm, I loved listening uh, to Patty's message about the, her method of what she's going to be doing and how she's going to, and how Olga and Patty um, are preparing themselves because that's exactly what I was hired to do as a physician liaison. And that's exactly how we would go into doctor's offices and we would carry everything in the trunk of our car. Melissa Riley knows this as a, as a uh, device rep and pharmaceutical rep. She knows very well you are always prepared with your products and your elevator speech. And, and uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back into 
um, the, that medical field again. Um, and I'll tell you, never burn a bridge, ever. Dr. Hollis, hopefully, by now, is on board in some capacity. And that, too, originally hired me with Metro Vein Centers. Well, now he's going to hire me again with USA Vein, and that's going to put me in 200 doctor's offices each month. So that's 200 calls I have to make with my full-time job. But think about what that does for me as far as uh, somehow uh, bringing up the, the conversation of wellness biosciences. And not only with, uh, with uh, USA Vein, but we'll be calling on me and Dr. Hollis. We'll be calling on internal medicine doctors, pain specialists, anybody that has anything to do with vascular, with veins, and they need our services through USA Veins. So I, I just think that, that is, that's a huge partnership. And then Barry and Sean, you know, later you all can talk about uh, what you all have uh, put together with Dr. Hollis concerning telemedicine. Um, and other projects that you have talked to Dr. Hollis about, you know, as far as uh, what his involvement is going to be that can help all of us. So I'm super, super excited about those connections. So that, I, I'm, I'm taking the same approach as uh, Olga and Patty as soon as I get in these offices and um, utilizing, utilizing that approach. I'm proud of Melissa for bringing in her pharmaceutical rep uh, tomorrow. Um, uh, I can't wait to I can't wait to meet him and then and then getting her friend Trisha, who's the uh, optometrist over uh, that's that's a that's awesome to get her on a phone call. So I just want to thank everyone so much for how hard everybody is working and for all that I'm learning from each of you and just I'm super super encouraged and thank you Barry and Sean for your leadership because you have taken I mean I've seen this company grow in a year and a half and it's. It's, it's a company I want to continue to grow with for the rest of my life. So. Oh, there, oh I'm sorry. I, hold on, Gail. I, I accidentally muted you as you're concluding there. Sorry <laughs> about that. Well, oh, hey, hey okay. listen, I, I, listen, I want you to know, um, you know, fantastic job. We're excited about all that's going on. Your group, you know, is there's so much strength down in your organization. Um, and now, it, as you start to propagate and continue, you know, my, my recommendation, and I think you understand this, is to continue to bring new frontline people into the business because you are demonstrating every time you show up at a meeting with new people, you're showing the group, hey, you're not relying, you know, on what's already in place. You're continuing to build, and it, it infuses a sense of confidence and belief in your organization. So congratulations on what's there now, but more importantly, what's to come. So great job. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, you guys, I, I'm going uh, to turn the call over to, uh, to my partner, Sean Baker, and I'm sure that, you know, he'll have some great words, uh, you know, to kind of convey on the heels of what we've, you know, heard so far. But uh, I'll just end with saying this, you know, in my part here this morning. You know, we've got a unique opportunity at a great time, and, and I've always, you know, said and believed this, the, the best opportunities typically come when everybody, uh, you know, generally speaking, is kind of concerned or looking at other things and they're not so sure. But our group, you guys are focused, man. You've got this tenacity. You've got this thing about you. When I, when I think about Patty and I think about Joseph and I <laughs> – I mean, I mean – I'm not just on the phone talking. I'm, I'm sincere. And I think about all the these, – these are people, guys, that are not worried about the whimsical uh, things that they hear about. And I mean, I'm not suggesting for one second that the stuff that we've got going on in our, in our world is not real. But what I'm saying is that these people, in my perspective, over all the years I've been involved in this business, they're focused on their objectives. They're not focused on the reasons why. They see the glass half full, not half empty. They see opportunity everywhere they go, and that has infused a strong strength of, of belief and optimism when it comes to our business opportunity. And I got to tell you, I vibe on that. I know Sean vibes on that. We're human beings. You know, we like to have a bit of confirmation ourselves, and you guys are fantastic to work with. I mean that. You just are. I mean, I, I just love working with people that aren't worried about the insignificant, you know, many. They're, they're focused on the vital few. 
And uh, I love I love your focus. I love your objective, and and the results absolutely speak for themselves. So congratulations to all of you. You you know you're out there doing what it takes, and now we have a net, another meeting opportunity tomorrow, and I'm very excited about that. So. With that, Sean, I'm going to bring you on, brother. I appreciate all that you do. Excited about what's going on in our world right now and uh, just want to sit back and uh, have an opportunity to kind of take some notes and hear what you got to say, man. Awesome. Well, thank you. And great job, everybody. Barry, it was great to pull everybody in and hear what's going on. Not everybody, but several folks in. And, and I know there's many more of you. I mean, like like Barry mentioned, you got Jen up in Dallas-Fort Worth and you got Sarah and you got Rosa and they've got activity and and there's just a lot of stuff going on in a lot of in a lot of different places. And what's exciting about that for me, and Barry knows it better than I do, you know, when I was a distributor, I had some things bubbling in Houston. And, and the truth is, you know, I, I went on a family trip and, and was talking to my aunt and uncle-in-law up in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And, uh, you know, she had done, I think, Mary Kay or, or some sort of nutraceutical, uh, more for skincare, so not makeup as much as like, like, anti-aging so maybe it wasn't Mary Kay but it was a multi-level company and she really really liked the products and I think she had gotten some traction with the distributorship part and anyway he was a high level exec up at, up at a company called Houchins and previously he'd been with a company called Camper World if any of you guys are familiar with the TV show The Profit um, and Marcus Lemonis you know so so Steve had worked for that company very very high level position and, and I literally went to Kentucky just to have, you know, vacation with some extended family members. But of course, you know, I was driving the BMW, which was the company car at the time. And, and I had product with me that I was using. And I, I think I even took some samples because I just, that's kind of what I did, right? If I was going to be on an airplane, I had samples in a magazine or like, like Patty's book. I, I mean, I didn't sit in, 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 uh, 12A and, and do a you know PowerPoint presentation. But if I was on a two-hour flight and the person next to me was like, you know, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Now, this is back when people didn't have masks and would talk to each other on an airplane. But the point that I'm making is it's neat to watch the development of the organization right now because I feel that same bubbling sense of when I went to Kentucky, I talked to my extended family members, I, um, you know, I, I – didn't even really properly recruit them, but they loved the product. She, the, the wife, Joan, was looking for an opportunity, unbeknownst to me, by the way, you, that, which is one another point I want to make, is, guys, we would never really know what's going on in someone else's life, right? I mean, like you guys, we talk on these calls, and, and even one-on-one, -on -one, you know, Barry and I, how's the family and how the kids and what's going on with this child or what's going on with that child or how so-and-so's school or, oh, how so-and-so's cold or, you know, we, we connect. But then you learn something about, you know, someone and, and they've got a major health issue, which Joan did. And unbeknownst to me, she had ulcerative colitis, which is, you know, as you guys know, is very much rooted in inflammation in the body and in the, in the gut, right? So there's things going on in people both healthcare-wise that they don't just wear on their sleeve or wellness-wise that they don't necessarily wear on their sleeve. And then oftentimes, there's a lot of things going on economically that they don't just walk around sharing. You know, I was, I was listening to a Grant Cardone book uh, over the, about probably a week or so ago, and one of the things he talks about, and if you know Grant Cardone's style, he's very in-your-face and very outgoing and gregarious, but he is very successful and he's, you know, very entrepreneurial and he's, and he's helped a lot of other people make a lot of money, which to me is always the great mark of a leader for you to go out and, and make money for yourself is one thing, but to be able to pass that on and help others make money and, and perpetuate that growth. That's the mark of a, of a real leader to me. So anyway, I say all that to say, I didn't know what was going on in Joan and Steve's life, but, but, Lo and behold, I get him on a conference call with Barry. Barry invites him down to Houston. And in my mind, and I don't know if I ever even told Barry this, I was actually on the other line, you know, kind of on mute and laughing, thinking, Barry, this guy is an executive for Houchins, you know, executive for Camper World. They're not going to fly down to Houston. And as I'm kind of mockingly rolling my eyes on the three-way call, both of them in unison are like, yep, we'll be there. We'll get registered. We'll buy tickets. We'll fly down. And I just remember my head literally spinning. My head was just flat out spinning that I had just gone on a, on a family vacation. I had happened to sample some folks up in another market. I, I come home, I get them on a three-way call with Barry, and boom, all of a sudden they're flying down to Houston for an event. And I'll have you know that that market went on to do several millions, millions. I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I could say tens of millions, but probably six, seven, eight 
million dollars done out of that market in the next 12 to 18 months. I mean, it was not a long time, but it, 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 the reason I tell that story is because I had been a distributor probably two or three years, maybe even four years before that big thing just happened. You guys know that I had the privilege of launching Mexico through a a real estate con uh, contact. I went to play golf with a guy named Eric who wanted me to baby, basically babysit a, a guy he had previously sold real estate. And, and again, got him on a conference call with Barry. We played a little golf. I got him sampled up. They, they liked what they saw, and they decided to take that opportunity to Mexico. Now, at that point, I had been the distributor probably six years, right? And so I just say all these things to say that, that for me – Hearing that someone, I just just pick on Jen Rennell as an example. Jen talked to someone, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't have the controls on the call at the moment. So you guys, you can talk with Jen offline, and if I screw it up, Jen, I'm sorry. But she talked to someone several months ago, maybe, maybe six, maybe twelve months ago, named Cody, who is in uh, is in sales. And hey, Sean, sales. I can, I can, I can unmute her if that would help you. Yeah, you and, if, if Jen's available, if sure. Jen's available, unmute her, and I'll let her tell the story. But the setup is just this: this isn't someone Jen talked to yesterday or the day before, this is someone Jen had talked to some time ago, and now the timing, whether it's God or the universe or, or Jen's aura or whatever you want to attribute it to, this person's now ready and is coming to the Tuesday night dinner. So, Jen, if you don't mind, just, just fill in the blanks. Actually, Sean, story she's, she's up. She, she, she jumped. I think she jumped off. Uh, it may jump back on, but she's off. Maybe you can throw her a text while you're talking. And if she jumps yeah, back no on, worries. I'll unmute her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No worries. So, so that's the short version is that this is someone that Jen knew through, through the neighborhood or through social interaction and kind of dripped water on six months ago or so, maybe a year ago, and the person just wasn't either interested or wasn't available or the timing wasn't right. But Jen, as, as Patty beautifully said, Jen didn't burn the bridge. Jen didn't, you know, get sideways about it or snarky about it. Just say, hey, yeah, no problem. You're ever interested. Give me a call. And they bumped into each other. And, and something to the effect of the person said, hey, are you still doing the CBD thing? Jen says, yes, of course I am. It's going great. And the person says, well, I want to get more information. So then they get, you know, she samples her. They go to lunch. But she tells her just enough. And this is, this is the point, is Jen didn't try to sit down, sample her, sell her product, and close her on the comp plan all in one meeting. Jen simply took a meeting, got lunch, social sampled her and gave her enough information to then utilize the calendar events to say, hey, you know what, this is really the amount of information I can share with you, but if you're interested, come to Houston. And the person said, great, I'm coming to Houston. So they're coming down. And, and that the point is, is, guys, you know, Patty, I'm so excited for you because what's going to happen is you're going to strike out a lot. And that's a good thing, guys. Hear, hear me out. I know that probably sounded a little sideways, but, but Barry was a, a, a collegiate world champion or national champion baseball player. I don't know why I always say world. National champion baseball player and then play some pro ball. And so one of the ways that, that pitchers, you know, make it to the bigs is they record the data and they review the stats. Batters, batting averages, they record the data and they review the stats. So just in Patty's efforts to, to set up a spreadsheet and record the data, I hope, Patty, I hope you strike out 70% of the time because that'll mean you didn't strike out 30% of the time and a batting average of 300 literally gets you into the Hall of Fame. So if Patty is diligent, and I know she will be, the little I, I know about Patty already, she's a very diligent, very professional, very articulate person, and I know that she's going to go out with this with this system that works for her. Now, will it work for a Jen or a Sarah? No, it very likely won't, but that doesn't matter. Jen will figure out what works for Jen, and Olga will figure out what works for Olga, and Joseph will figure out what works for Joseph. But I'm excited that Patty has a plan. She's going to apply her diligence and her professionalism, and she's going to go out, and she's going to be able to record and capture data. Okay, I went and talked to 10 people, and I only got one person to say yes that's not good enough, I need to change something. Or she may go out and talk to 10 people and have six say yes, in which case we're all going to circle the wagons around Patty and find out what she's doing and how she's got a 600 batting average or 60% closing rate, right? But the first step is A, having a plan, B, executing the plan, C, recording the data, 
and then D, reviewing the data and then adjusting what you need to do the following week. So I'm really excited about the plans. Now, do I know if an old school flip book will work in 2021? I, I don't know, guys. I wish I had that kind of crystal ball. I'll tell you, back in 2006, 2007, I had a little flip book. I had a black binder that, that actually had a, a, an Amerisciences logo on it. I'd taken it from one of the academies that, that was the binder to take notes in, and I converted it to a little flip book with a po you know the pocket protectors and the and the nice printed. Uh, it was our turnkey marketing system, and it was our six step program. It was just stuff that was basically right out of one of the formal presentations, and I had it printed in a nice glossy slide. I put it in a pocket protector, and I had it in a little black Amerisciences binder. And in 2006, 2007, I got to tell you, it worked pretty effectively just as a, as a teaser. I, of course, I sampled them. Of course, I shared information. I always shared my personal testimony with the product and the opportunity. But the little flip book worked for me back then. Will the same application work today? I don't know, but I'm excited that someone's reaching out they're trying, they're doing something creative, and again, most importantly, they're going to review, she is going to review whether it is or isn't working, and then I know Patty well enough to know, then she'll adjust and she'll do it until it works with that same diligence and that same vigor. And I'm just talking about Patty as one example. I mean, you know, Sarah and Rosa are a great example. Rosa has kind of bird-dogged this doctor and, and this doctor is very interested in studies and clinical data, but that's their, that's their background, right? I, I, the, old, the old joke about when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? And so when you get a doctor that's a clinician and, and likes studies and likes reviewing studies and, and likes producing studies and likes journaling and likes, you know, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but likes having their name on white papers or having their name associated with, with research and data, then what are they going to talk about? Well, they're going to talk about research and data. But the good news is, out of staying diligent, Rosa stayed diligent, she stayed positive, and now, you know, they're starting to see that there's a financial opportunity. Well, that stalled a little bit because of some conflict of interest with their day job, but again, it's an evolution. It opened their eyes. So when we first met this doctor, it was just study, study, study. Well, the second time we met him, it was study, study, oh, and there's a financial opportunity. Well, now we've run into a new roadblock. But we'll overcome that roadblock, or we won't, right? We'll go on and pursue another prospect. Or what likely may happen is this doc will say, gosh, I want to participate in the study, and I want to participate in the financial opportunity. I can't in this way because of a conflict of interest, but you know what? I could do it if it looked like this. And that's the part of the conversation we're in today is they're trying to figure out how to make it work not how not to make it work. And that's what Barry was really talking about. Don't focus on the, on, the, on, the, on the insignificant many. Focus on the significant few. And that's what really is starting to happen. So I'm so excited as I look across the face of the organization. It's just crazy. I mean, when you look at Joseph and you look at Gail. And, guys, these, aren't even, these are just the folks that we see on a consistent basis. There are other folks out there doing business, buying simmers, as an example. And there's someone – a distributor that we've got up in a little town called Telephone, Texas, and, and um, got online and ordered another simmer this week. I think that's their third or fourth or maybe fifth simmer, and you never even hear from them. But they're out doing the business. They're out retailing. I mean, you know, you guys know that Stoney was very, very active for a while, and I'm lifting Stoney up in my prayers every day. I know he's struggling with some, some challenges. He's been very, very honest and open about but the guy's still retailing property, still got customers ordering. We've got physicians. You know, Dr. Chang is a pain management doc down in the Sugarland area. We won't hear from Dr. Chang for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, and then boom, he'll order five, six, seven thousand dollars worth of product on any given Tuesday. We ship it out and, and move on down the road, and then you know, same thing. So, guys, it's just a, it's a unique experience. It's a lot, Barry says it, and he says it very well, but it's really a lot more like like farming than it is hunting. Now, if you've ever been hunting or fishing, you know, they don't, they don't call it catching. They call it fishing, right? I mean, we all wish we could go and, and just you know, drip, dip our line in the water and just immediately start catching, but that's not how it works, unfortunately. You cast your line. Maybe you catch something. Maybe you get a bite. Maybe you get nothing. Maybe you sit there and you stare at the water peacefully. In this game, it's a lot of, of, of 
cultivating the soil, it's watering, it's, it's, it's nurturing, and it's much more like a farming mechanism. But believe you me, if you do, if you cultivate the soil and you nurture the plant and you provide water, all of these things are metaphors, of course, for what? Information, samples, a heart-to-heart conversation about why you made the decision to get involved. Because, guys, you've got to realize people are looking around and they're going, Joe, Joe Trahan, the, the political guy, is doing CBD? Really? If they start to understand why, I'm going to tell you a great example. Joe's got a guy, and I won't mention his name, but he's going to come to the dinner on Tuesday night. And, and my understanding through his real estate holdings is the guy's worth a billion dollars. His net worth is over a billion dollars with a B, not an M, with a B. Well, why would he come? He's coming because, one, he likes Joe Trahan. Two, he knows that Joe Trahan is always looking for opportunities, you know, always looking to, to harvest some of that fruit, the low-hanging fruit, the hard-to-reach fruit, whatever the case may be. And the guy just is a nice social guy. So he's going to swing by Perry's. He's going to, you know, glad-hand Dan Pastorini and, and hang out with Joe a little bit. And lo and behold, he may become a consumer of the product. Or he may decide to take his assets and his skill set and the attributes he brings to the world that helped him become a, a billionaire, and he may decide to dip his toe in over here. Who knows? But the, 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 the point of the story is, is that Joe has done the right things by engaging with him, passing him off, and inviting him to just pursue the idea of an opportunity in the wellness and in the CBD and in the simmer space. And, and, and a guy that's, you know, been successful to the tune of a billion dollars will probably see what a hyper growth industry, you know, 200 million just three years ago, 6 billion last year and onward towards $22 billion. You think a billionaire doesn't understand the dot-com boom or understand the $1.6 trillion wellness industry. Now, does that mean he'll get involved? Of course not. Does that mean he might become a customer? Sure. Does that mean he probably knows a lot of other influential people that whether he gets involved or not, he could expose to the idea of a, of a, a, a medical grade, high quality CBD product, simmer product, or any future product we may bring on? Absolutely. So the, you know, it's a crapshoot to some degree, and at the same time, it's, it's always about the timing, it's always about the messaging, and it's always about the energy of staying positive and excited about your opportunity, despite what you can see. I never saw Bowling Green, Kentucky being a part of my business plan. I never saw Mexico being a part of my business plan and my travel plan, for that matter. But it, it came to fruition. It was an amazing blessing. And it was all because of the platform that Barry and his previous partners had, had created and an opportunity for me to apply my skill sets and work with people who wanted to accomplish something similar, whether that was a weight management goal or a wellness goal, or I can't tell you how many people have come up to me after presentations and said, man, I've got reflux too, and I've been using Zantac for 20 years also, and I can't take it anymore because they claim it causes cancer. What did you do? And I'm able to share my story. Some of it is about our company, and some of it's about, you know, what you eat and exercising. But, but, but at the end of the day, it's about helping people, and it's still about helping people in or around my opportunity. And my opportunity is what? Well, my opportunity, and this is important, guys, because I'll tell you, this was a, a game changer for me. When And Barry helped me cultivate the messaging. He used to talk to me. He said, you know, you know you're the CEO of your own distributorship, right? And I just couldn't even understand that. I'm like, well, Barry, you're the CEO of the company. He's like, no. He's like, well, yes, I am the CEO of the company. But you're the CEO of your company. You get to hire yourself every day. You get to fire yourself every day if need be. But you are the CEO of your company. Now, what are you building? And I was like, well, I'm building a company that sells some products, right? I mean, I didn't even know. I didn't know what I was building. And it wasn't until I looked back, like if I, and I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not going to pick on anybody this morning. But if I were to say to any one of you, hey, how much revenue did your company do in 2020? Would you know? Would you know? Would it be accurate? If I said, okay, how much is your company, revenue has your company done in 2021? What's your profit margin? What's your close ratio? You know, if you had an ice cream shop or a coffee shop or a wine bar or a restaurant, those are all things you would know. 
right? But in this game, a lot of times we don't have a clue because we don't treat it like a business. And I'm not talking to any of you. I'm talking about me. And it wasn't until Barry said, how much, how much revenue has your company done? And I had to go, I was embarrassed. I had to go back and count. I, you know, I don't know, Barry, let me, let me get that number. And I'll come back to you. And then when I got back to him, I said, Barry, my company's already done like a million and a half dollars. He said, I thought that would be your answer, and you've got to change your mindset. You are now the CEO of a company that's generated a million and a half dollars. Do you know where you're going? And that was a game changer for me. I tell you right now, there's a couple of you on the call. I don't know that anybody's done a million yet, but several of you have done several hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe a million dollars of organizational volume, and you probably don't even know it. And if you don't know it, you're not talking about it. And if you're not talking about it, you're not casting a vision for other people to latch onto to expand their vision. And so when you realize that you are the captain of your ship from you down, right, you are the president, CEO, chairman, whatever title you want to give yourself of your own organization, and that you are responsible for not only driving the revenue, but knowing the revenue and then sharing the vision of the revenue because, guys, that's what people, that's what other leaders are going to get involved with. Now, Barry says it best, and I don't know where he got it, but he says, look, leaders will follow leaders, and followers will follow leaders, but leaders will never follow a follower. And if you're not leading your organization, you're going to struggle enticing and approaching and being a, an opportunity for other leaders. And so with that, guys, I just want you to know, as we kind of conclude, very great job today. All of you, I would do this every Monday. I would hear your stories and your goals and what you're working on every Monday. That's the real fruit of our business. I just want to share with you, we're just scratching the surface. So as exciting, as exciting as this call is for me and as excited as I am about the, the event tomorrow night, guys, this is like, as compared to what it will be, compared to what it can be, this on a scale of 1 to 10, my excitement level, you know, is like a 4. Because I know when you guys start clipping and you start hitting some things and you start realizing that you're getting in your groove, it starts to grow exponentially. It starts to grow faster in some cases than your own vision. I remember, I remember having a vision. I was, had written it out. I knew what kind of what I wanted to do. And as Joan and Steve came on and as other people came on, I had to literally scrap that because, because it was so small. I, I had kind of, as Grant Cardone would say, I had kind of two times my vision, and the other people in the organization around me took it to a 10x without me. And I had to play catch up with my own organization. And what a blessing it was. What a blessing it was. And so I just want to share that with you guys because it's coming. I can feel it bubbling and brewing under the surface with all the activity. And I'm telling you guys, hold on to your hats. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of work but we're almost there. So great job, everyone. Looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow night. Barry, great job on the call. I know we have a huge week, so I'll kick it back over to you, and we'll get started. Hey, buddy, good good job on the call, man. I got to tell you, I just, you know, I'd sign up again if I could. <laughs> I mean, tr truthfully, I, I just love the, um, you know, the content, the information, and really, you know, what's taking place as we're, as we're moving forward. And, um, man, I, I, I just, uh, I, I tell you guys, a big takeaway from what Sean offered, truthfully, two things. One is the data, recording, looking at this from a business perspective, gaining information, being able to convey and, and cast vision about the, the size of the business that you have already going on in your organization, but better yet, what you're going to be doing as you move forward. That is the full, that is kind of the genesis of really building a big marketing and distribution company because somebody's got to lead, right? There's always got to be someone that's got to lead. And if you put yourself in a position of leading, you know, th then you're not following and you're not having to get out of the way. You're leading. And I, I just think that, uh, you know, you guys right now have a just remarkable opportunity individually to lead your group and also to collectively uh, coordinate with one another to do some really fantastic things. So uh, great call, great job. I love, uh, love all the information that all of you shared. And, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, marching in there uh, tomorrow. We're going to be doing a good job. We're going to try to get some of the mechanics of our Zoom put together in such a way that, uh, you know, people, we're going to be zoom, Zooming. Uh, we're not going to be Zooming doctors in. 
We're, we're only, what we're going to be doing is they're going to be there live, just so everyone knows. At least Dr. Jasani will. So we're not going to be, uh, you know, required to do that. Um, so, so for those people that are going to be there, we are going to set some uh, phones up on tripods to do Facebook Live stuff, and we'll do a Facebook Live out of um, WBRX University so people can tune into that and then share that with people. If you're familiar with Facebook Live, then it's, it's pretty simple to do. Um, you know, you, all you have to do is, you know, tune in to the WBX Facebook Live call and then share that same information with as many people as you possibly can. And I think that you'll, you know, you're going to have some people that maybe will observe or take a look. But we're going to do that. Uh, that's going to be a live meeting tomorrow, as most of you know. We're going to be excited to get going. So if you're scheduled to arrive, 530 sharp, uh, let's get everybody mixed and mingled and sat down at 6 o'clock, ready to go, rock and roll and we'll dive into the information. So with that, guys, have a blessed day. We look forward to everything that's to come this week, and we look forward to seeing you and talking to you soon. Bye-bye.